This is an AMI podcast. I'm Kelly McDonald. I'm Ramia Amadin, and this is Kelly and Ramia. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Kelly and Ramya. This is the second hour of the program. Remember, you can find us 2 p.m. Eastern time, and that's on AMI-TV across Canada. On AMI-audio at 4 p.m. Eastern time, repeats of the show on both networks, 10 p.m. Eastern, 1 a.m. on the TV side at AMI-TV, and AMI-audio has us for you at 6 a.m. in the morning in case you get up and just want to listen along. Check us out any way that's best for you, and we'll tell you later on, of course, that you can subscribe to the podcast. Only now, I guess, but uh, go ahead at your convenience. That's a lot to take in. Also, let's take in the company that we have for hour number two. Oh, I'm not sure Grant can hear me at the moment. So, um, guys, let, I, I'm going to assume Grant can't. Okay, we're having some tech issues, so we're going to move on and bring Vic in as we welcome Vic Pereira in to talk a little bit about things going on in the Winnipeg area. Welcome back, Vic. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. Everything's hanging in out that way. Now, is there snow on the ground yet? Has there been? There was snow on the ground. I've actually shoveled two or three times, but it rained yesterday, which cleaned up quite a bit of it. So I hope it doesn't freeze. Uh, yes, of course, that's the, that's definitely the issue that we all think about. Uh, I know some miserable weather here today, and that's the thing you think, if I've got to go out and stroll around, trouble. Vic, let's start with uh, CNIB Brandon, Manitoba Yoga. Um, I, I've never really experienced any yoga. Obviously, I've wanted to check it out because obviously we know the benefits. Yeah, I haven't experienced yoga specifically myself. I know uh, back when there were a lot of lockdowns, they tried virtual sessions in Winnipeg with uh, limited success. And now Brandon, which is a couple hours outside of Winnipeg here in southern Manitoba, they're doing in-person sessions and I hope that it's successful enough and that it will come here because I, I just moved to a new place this month. And after lugging boxes and going up and down and waking up with a few stiff mornings, I, for one, could <laughs> use the benefits of yoga. Grant, have you ever done yoga? Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? There we got you, pal. We uh, got you. Vic. Great to chat with you, though. And I was thinking the same thing because one of the things that was just so frustrating during the pandemic is all like all these virtual events, which you can't blame anyone for having. It's super important that we had them, but kind of stoked that we can get back into these uh, in-person uh, yoga. I don't know if you're planning on uh, attending this. I think you said you were, but uh I've always wanted to do yoga. So the fact that there's this accessible experience coming up in, in Manitoba seems really valuable. And it's for a good cause, right? Unfortunately, I won't be in Brandon because it's kicking off on Thursday evenings. So that's, I'm hoping they're successful and they extend it to Winnipeg, like Brett Clayhorn is the organizer of this. Uh, because I know for me, a Zoom session for yoga would not work because I would miss a lot of the visual cues back in the old days when I was involved with track and field and goalball and other activities, I, I need somebody sometimes to push me through that physical and show me what I'm supposed to be doing physically. Yeah, I mean... That hand motion, I, that that movement, yeah. um, because it's so true. And, and the person doing it, I'm kind of curious, is it 
a voluntary thing? Because I know a lot of people who instruct yoga really obviously have that passion for it, but they recognize how important it is to give that experience to others as, as kind of a giving back. Yeah, the instructor is certified, but the, the people helping uh, everyone through the motions are volunteers. Yeah, I mean, it's it's so interesting because I always find, just following up with some of our old, like even story leads from back in the day, like a wrestling team that we did a story about. And they're like, oh, during COVID, we switched to Zoom. And I'm like, what? <laughs> like, that just seems so un, un, unmotivating. And like, I'm kind of trying to imagine this with yoga, but part of it is just the social aspect. Hey, like the, the idea that not only do you get the moves, but people are like kind of pushing you like, come on, Vic, you know, let, let's, yeah. let's do this. I don't know if we've sort of talked about the the fundraising aspect of this event as well. It, it's not a fundraiser. The, oh, the I'm sorry. You're you're absolutely correct. I mentioned that a couple times, and I am incorrect. <laughs> we it, do have a fund. We do. Go ahead, Grant. You go yeah, ahead. Sorry. The next activity is a fundraiser. Um, go ahead. Yeah, there you go. I, this <laughs> one is a really fun one, and it's a trivia night coming up in November. Do you want to talk a little bit about that? Yes, it's trivia night for the Vision Impaired Resource Network, Vern. It's going to be hosted by Devil May Care Brewing. It's one of the local microbreweries. A lot, the microbrewery culture, they seem to support a lot of these uh, grassroots type of uh, charities you know, mm -hmm. that are out there in the community. And they're hosting the trivia event for Vern. And I already have my team together, but we haven't come up with a name yet. And it'll be Monday... Monday night on uh, November the 20th at their location on Fort Street and York, right at the corner there. Very accessible by bus. And uh, even if you have ambulatory disabilities, it's zero grade entry. Also, they've said the trivia master will not have any pictures or photos. So it'll be just all music and, and questions. So it'll be accessible to as many people as possible. I just, I dig these less structured events you know like it's such a great way to bring people together lots of time for questions and stuff too but like lots of times just to chat and you know have a, have a couple drinks get to know people too and i think that's one of the the best parts really of something like this that's a, a little more uh you know maybe informal and the microbreweries have a family culture because the deal they don't have video games or video terminals lottery terminals it's a family atmosphere there's you know, as well as making beer, they do have lots of non-alcoholic options and, and snacks. And it's, it's a great venue and a great bunch of people working in that industry. So I, bl I believe you, we mentioned, uh, so the proceeds go to Vision Impaired Resource Network. Is that correct? And I don't know if you've, you've uh, interacted yes. with them much there in, in Manitoba, but uh, it sounds like a really great yeah, they're, they're really a, great they're an organization, and they do one-on-one -on -one training for, you know, uh, university students or people wanting to learn the technology of iPhone. They do some travel training, whether you use a mobility cane or a guide dog. They they help out in, in that area. Lots of peer support, especially for people just coming out of hospital experiencing vision loss. They they have a lot of people there to help, and some of the, some of the. Uh, uh, little things like helping around the house, organizing the wardrobe. Maybe if you want to do a little bit of kitchen uh, cooking in the kitchen, they they help out with, with that as as well. They're, they're an I excellent organization. Uh, well, peer support so hard because you go from like you just said, Vic, 
things like helping in the teach somebody learn how maybe they're more nervous of the heat maybe they just don't know mm. how to convert what they knew before you know as a sighted person if they if they've uh, suffered vision loss but i think it's just the everyday things you want to say that you find yourself getting frustrated alone the time on your own thinking and wondering what's the future and I know as someone trying to support people in that position, as somebody working with people and giving them that peer support, mm -hmm. it can be tough on us too because sometimes you forget, you know, you forget what it was like. You may not even be able, if you've been low vision or blind or disabled all your life, to be able to have that understanding that this person may be fearful of walking up and down their hallway to get exercise because there's a mat on the floor or something like that in front of someone's door and they think good gracious i don't want to i don't want to trip and fall where the rest of us may say ha, if you fall you'll stop at the floor no big deal yeah well <laughs> to somebody it's well, a big deal right i i have lots of lived experiences and then my my rule is keep please keep the doors all the way open or closed and that includes for cupboards mm. as well i <laughs> i have left lots of dna around the around the globe <laughs> what why is that such a hard concept for like our friends and family to understand like can exactly. we exactly how is this beneficial for you you know to leave this covered halfway open but it it's so true though it's all about like meeting people where they're at right it's so easy just to be like how can you not have the skill but then you turn around and there's a skill that that you don't have that they have and i would imagine i love like manitoba i have family from there too but i would imagine it's one of those places where you really kind of have to develop those skills and be around people as much as possible just because there's so so cold and so much snow on the ground at this time of year yes yes and i do have stories of trying to operate a motorized snowblower and then the up with a wider driveway in the winter than i have in the summer just because i don't know when to stop <laughs> that sounds really fun <laughs> yeah i had a friend that ended up across the street and stopped it and turned it off said, where am i and someone said across the street what where's my house <laughs> a bit can we just go over that once again location all this stuff and uh, it sounds like what a teams of six right is as large as they yeah. want you to have yeah, teams of six, because that's an easy number to interact with when you're at the table. Mm -hmm. It's at Devil May Care Brewing, located in downtown Winnipeg at the corner of Fort Street and York Avenue. And doors open at six, and the trivia event starts at seven o'clock. I mean, um, I'm just... What part, of, what part of trivia are you, like yours? Are you a sports person, Vic, or, or what, uh, when it comes to the no. questions? For, for me, it'd be, you know, Flintstone trivia. Maybe Star Trek. <laughs> that, that's not you, difficult. That's really hard about assembling a team because they don't give you yes. an indi indication what the categories are going to be. Yeah, gee. I, I mean, it's uh, a tough one for me, probably music or kind of 90s, 2000s pop culture. I, I just, I just feel let down that you don't have a team name yet because I really, I really want to hear that. You got to have like one or two ideas, you know, for a funny, crazy team name not well, to put you on the spot that, here yeah because it's at a brewery one of the options is flight of minds <laughs> oh that's kind of cool i like it. a flight of beer a flight of minds that's awesome yeah yeah so that, that's i think that's the top contender right now wow. <laughs> okay well and that would be that team grant that he builds that has like a person who can talk sports a person who knows history a person who knows geography so on so on so on to make the six i mean that's just yeah, not but, fair when you get that team where you happen to have someone that knows everything on that team and you're like oh crap we're all just like music people on this next team 
Well, I'm lucky my it's, wife will be on my team because she's very good at 80s, 90s music, as well as movies from decades as well. Sounds like a heck of a lot of fun. Well, maybe we'll let you go there, but thanks for bringing us up to speed there from Manitoba, Vic. Really appreciate it. Okay, thank that you. That was Winnipeg community reporter Vic Pereira. Folks, we step aside for a couple of moments and get ready. The images are coming our way, Grant, as we have Day of the Dead in Mexico just passed last week. And we're going to speak about this holiday and all its picturesque scenes with audio describer J.J. Hunt. It's monthly appearance next up. Don't go away. There's more great conversation with Kelly and Ramya right around the corner. Join me every couple weeks for the Outdoors with Lawrence Gunther podcast, where we learn about outdoor tech and tips. Plus, we look at news affecting the environment. AMI's Outdoors with Lawrence Gunther is available from your favorite podcast provider.